Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! going on say loud podcast it is your host boogie the beast thank you so much for tuning in soundcloud itunes google play there's another one that gary v always shots out but i definitely can't remember the name of it i should have researched it but nonetheless uh thank you so much for tuning in i know you guys missed me once again it's been sheesh i don't know when you put me on the spot i don't really know but um you know, I just want to say thank you so much for the people who anticipated it, the consistency of keeping up. Um, I sure hope that um, the previous episodes to this one have uh, helped you or you've been able to share it with somebody to help them or just to understand, you know, the people that are around me or, you know, for those who I interviewed to take something away from it, even if it's just a good laugh, you know, to go back to because um, sometimes, you know, just escaping with a laugh helps out a lot in life. But um, this episode actually is pretty special, like I said, um, that I posted, um, not only because there's nobody to interview, um, because it's 2.25 in the morning on Friday the 13th, but when I wake up and I put on my uniform, it is actually the last time I will ever put on a military uniform to go into work. Crazy, right? Six years. Um, not to the day exactly. I get out in September, but I'm going on, um, paid time off or, or terminal leave, if you uh, know the terms, um, for a little bit amount of time and uh, handling things I need to do. But I really just wanted to take this time out and opportunity to um, not only give shout outs, but just really reflect on, um, you know, this, this chapter of my life. Um, and uh, hopefully you guys take something from this. Um, so basically, uh, like I said, six years, um, I went in 20 years old, got bored or tired of, um, you know, going to the clubs and really just going to work just to work. Um, I wasn't learning anything. Um, I had like left school after a year and a half. Um, honestly, I don't know why I left school besides the fact that I hated math and I just wanted to run track. Um, shout out to my one year of track and field to Kathleen. Anyways. Um, and you know, I just wanted a, a new challenge. And I remember, one of the guys over at Eastlake that I used to work out with all the time, uh, he had just got out, I want to say like a year prior, but he always used to work out in his Navy, you know, like shirt. And I was like, damn, like it just looked cool to me. I don't know what it was. Like it was, it was like, um, and please nobody take this the wrong way, but it was like, um, you know, like a fraternity essentially of like a brotherhood. And I was like, man, you know, maybe I could write my own chapter. Um, you know, previously, like I said, Nobody in my family had joined the Navy. So I was like, well, hell, you know, sometimes you got to go and create your own chapter. Don't follow other people's footsteps exactly, but you can always follow down the same journey of life. Um, but I joined, um, you know, went out to Florida, 
lost. Um, I had really good people that uh, supported me from afar. Um, you know who you are. I hope you do at least. If you don't, um, I really want you to know that, um, you know, through boot camp, the letters, um, you know, coming out to graduation, um, you know, just anybody who just called me. Damn, FaceTime wasn't even a thing back then. It was Skype, I think. You know, just small things like that that, you know, really just helped me see the the tremendous amount of support and love that I had even after I was gone um, with my parents, um, helping them out, you know, just anything like that. Um, so that was that was the a good part of, you know, a chunk of my life. I think I was out there in Florida for like a year and a half. That's the furthest I've ever lived away from home. Uh, I would never go back to Pensacola. <laughs> Nothing against it, but it's just boring. Um, moved out to San Diego, fast forwarding a little bit more. And, uh, you know, that was my first time in like a, a big city as a 21 year old. Um, and man, I just, I had such a good time learning who I was uh, at 21, 22 years old, um, just because I was able to go to these events and go to these, you know, clubs and go to the bars. And, you know, I had a, I had the income, I essentially to not have to worry about, I shouldn't say budgeting, but, you know, being um, as cheap or, you know, like penny pinching as I was when I was living in Phoenix or, you know, without the, the type of job that I have now. Um, and I was just able to experience a lot of things, man. I've, oh man, uh, I just, doesn't matter. Long story short, there was a lot of nights at Revolver in Phoenix. Shout out to Revolver. <laughs> Shout out to Pink Rhino. Anyways, um, you know, just, there's a lot of time where I was really focusing or trying to focus on finding out what it was that I was passionate about. And, um, you know, the thing that I always will always fall back to is my first love athletically is swimming. Um, and, you know, I was like, man, I'm so excited. You know, I'm a rescue swimmer. You know, it was a huge honor. You know, one of damn near none in the Navy. Um, and then, you know, went on to my squadron. And, um, man, I just, it was crazy. It was like once I was done with all the schools, you know, it was like, hey, here's school. Here's an internship. All right, cool. Now you're in your career have fun. And, um, I just remember just meeting the people that I did and, you know, just being around the the people that I knew I was going to be with for four and a half years. I was like, wow, this is it. And, um, you know, fast forwarding again, went on deployment in 2016 and I saw a lot of places that I never, never one would pay for to go see. Um, or two thought I would actually see, um, South Korea, the Philippines, um, Singapore, uh, Guam, worst place in the world. Um, Hawaii twice. Um, where else did we pull in? I think that was it. Hong Kong was supposed to get pulled in, but we never did. Um, and, um, you know, just things like that. And I was just very, very excited, very blessed and humble about the experiences. And I think that's what really helped me grow as a individual traveler where I was like, man, I want to, you know, see more and do more rather than, you know, just fly back home to Phoenix or, you know, just spend money on tables and doing things where I thought, you know, being in the limelight or being, you know, it or cool, you know, was, was about spending money or being, you know, like the music videos and stuff like that. So 
um, you know, for what it was, I mean, deployment sucks. It's like cell, it's like jail. Like I always say, cell block 74. Um, those who did it with me know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, but you always have to see the collateral beauty and the positives of things. And that's one of the biggest things I'll take away. Um, I gained a lot of good friends, um, off deployment that I still extremely close with. Shout out to Snow Beach. You know, and a lot of the women or ladies that I met on there, um, still keep in contact with a few of them. Um, you know, it's just, just like a, you know, just a person, you know, to reach out to and talk to. Um, as y'all know, obviously I have a podcast where I talk. So evidently I enjoy talking and, uh, you know, I've been blessed and able to have people that actually want to listen or, you know, hear me talk. So I'm here not only for the pleasure or fun, but because, you know, I have a passion for it. Um, man, and then after deployment, a little bit before deployment too, but like really after deployment, um, I was able to really um, start to travel a lot more. And it was, I don't know, it's just, there's just so much that goes into the traveling part of it that I could just literally rant about it for an entire, you know, podcast by itself. But um, getting back to it, um, you know, I just had a super, super, super great support group. Um, Dom, my man, my, my literal right hand man, like every, every so often on deployment, you know, he'd hit my mom up, you know, email me, making sure I was good, making sure I didn't have no kids running around in foreign countries, you know, just the real like big brother I never had, <laughs> Uh, you know, checkups. And, uh, you know, when I got back and just throughout life now, you know, he's, he's always there with me. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy to have somebody like him and my man, Kazim, man, when you can get T'Challa to sit still or just get him to text you back, like the things that you're able to go to with him or the people you're able to meet, you know, it's just like, um, it's just so honorable to, to be able to, you know, hear somebody call you a friend, I guess you could say when you're getting introduced and a lot of people take that for granted, but you know, like we're so quick to be like, Oh man, like I ain't got many friends. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate the friends you got. Um, but man, like Kazim, my guy, man, like just so many things and matters of opinions and <laughs> jobs and stuff I didn't know existed. And you know, you've, you've, allowed me to view it and see it and just keep opening up my mind, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. My boy T, I knew T back in ASU days. Um, and you know, once he came back out to Dago, I was like, cool. I got, you know, my first, like my first solid friend that wasn't in the Navy out here in San Diego. And, you know, he held me down being from Dago, you know, showed me all the taco Tuesday spots, how to get away from the tourists for the tacos and, you know, the, the ice cream spots and, how to get around to different parts of the city, um, man. And then, you know, to this day, like he's, he's my, he's my Apple rep. <laughs> Whenever something goes wrong, I don't go to the Apple store. I just call T because he, you know, works for Apple on top of, you know, graphic design. So, Hey, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. You know I'm saying, um, and then my ladies, Oh man, people know that like, if you're a woman in my life, like there's, there's absolute love for you. Um, and man, so I'm going to do this strategically because I'm going to end it differently. But Kaylee, my girl Kaylee, Kaylee Davis, uh, the last one to join squad out here in San Diego. Um, just the most optimistic, shine bright like a diamond, 
um, matter of opinion, just happy always in the group chats and just so supportive. And I'm just so proud, you know, that you were able to come out here to San Diego and, you know, make do for yourself and, you know, just to continue to grow into the young woman that you are. And, you know, obviously, you know, just fit into the group, just like I knew you would, but you know, like, I'm just glad. And, you know, now, um, she got her passport and, um, you know, we'll just leave it at that. I don't want to, you know, spread too much yet. You know, y'all just stay tuned to people's Instagrams because we popping this summer. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, but so much, Kaylee. I love you. And uh, my girl, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Listen. Tony is my girl. Um, I'll get into it at the end because I don't want to mess it all up. But just the mother of the group. The, the cool mom though, you know what I'm saying? Like the cool mom or like the auntie that like travels to like, you know, all the countries or, you know, does the most and then brings gifts back for her kids. Well, that's Tony. Um, you know, she's just that, that personality of the group and her smile, um, and her fitness is just out of this world. Um, I'm not gonna put her on blast, but she is, uh, pound for pound, fit for fit, I think. Probably the, I don't know, first, second, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting into that either. Um, whoever's stronger. But obviously who I'm talking about is my my left-hand woman, uh, Miss Whitney. Um, y'all probably see her all the time. She's always late for anything that we do. Um, she's probably going to be late to listening to this. So, you know, I'll probably get, oh, my God, Jay, that was so nice. Like, you know, three weeks later. But it's cool. <laughs> Um, Whitney has been my absolute, man, I just hope we never like get in, like get into it because blackmail is so serious. She could, I couldn't say she could end me, but you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, I've definitely gone to her for a lot of stuff. Um, and that's like personal, financial career path, um, life decisions. And, um, you know, she's just, oh. Whitney, I have so much love for you and I have so much faith and, and, and willpower and just dedication. And I'm just so excited for 2020 for you. You have no idea. Um, and I'm going to be there. Um, and I give you my word on this in two years, I will be with you there, but I'll be in the crowd clapping. I will not be in the ring because I cannot do that. Um, but, uh, that's my group, but I wanted to say that, the way that life works is so crazy. So I'm going to break down squad for y'all and then I'm going to move on, right? So I met squad technically because of my friend Patricia who introduced me to one of her friends in San Diego that she was visiting way back when I was like a first year in San Diego. Patricia was like, hey, I'm at my homegirl's house, Rachel, shout out Rachel, um, and you know, like we're just chilling or whatever like that. Um, you know, if you want to come over. So I said, cool, don't even, don't trip. Um, so I went over there. It was just the three of us. And then Rachel was like, oh, you seem really cool. My birthday's next week. I would love for you to come. I said, cool. I don't know many people, but hey, we'll figure it out. So because of Patricia, Rachel introduced or brought me to her birthday where I was able to meet Tony, um, uh, and then Tony and I, female Tony, not T. Willa, just for story purposes, Tony and I became really good friends and we started hanging out, um, you know, while she was um, all like off season or, you know, not jumping. And then Tony 
actually from that same party. Um, I like met Whitney, but I didn't get close to Whitney until Tony started uh, going to more events or inviting us to more events where Whitney was. And then Whitney and I kicked it or like, you know, um, got close or connected. I forgot how I got that number. I forgot. But I was like, you know, you're just super cool. I forgot what it was. Um, And then from the girls, T and I, I was like, yo, T, I have this cool group of, you know, um, young women that I, you know, had met, you know, like all black, you know, all successful. Love for you to meet them. So then T brought Kazim out. And that's when I met Kazim through T through meeting the girls so that I could link all the guys together. And then T brought Kazim. And then also T um, told me about one of his good friends moving back from ASU into San Diego, which happened to be Dom. So, you know, just the world just works so crazy. Like through one person I was able and we've put together a group of six of the most amazing people I've met um, that have honestly shifted my six years, five and a half years of life now um, to infinity and beyond. Um, And I love all of you. Hashtag squad. Hashtag squad goals. Gang, 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 gang. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? I'm not going to keep you guys long. Just make sure you guys are subscribing because the subscribes help this grow. Make sure you're screenshotting and posting on your Instagram, Snapchats, and Twitters because support is free. And the more people I get to support, the bigger this gets. Let's get back to the interview, though. Thank you. All right, we're back. Say Loud Podcast. Once again, it is your host, Boogie the Beast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Slash Podcast, however you listen to me. YouTube coming soon, Revolt coming soon, HBO coming soon, Showtime coming soon, Netflix coming soon, speaking it all into existence. Um, But yeah, no, I wanted to get into actually why or what um, this episode is all about, and that's um, my passion. Um, And this is like, like I said, uh, this is me opening up my heart um, for everybody to hear, so um, bear with me. So my all-time life goal and dream when I was younger was to be like Michael Jordan because, you know, obviously who didn't want to be like Michael Um, and because Space Jam was like a dope-ass movie. But nonetheless, um, it wasn't about, you know, Michael Jordan always on the court. It was who he was as a person. And, um, you know, back in the day, obviously, like Michael just had the most swag. Like he was just lit. Um... The more, and then obviously my mom was a huge Michael Jordan fan. So once I was able to grasp my own opinion, fast forwarding a little bit, um, I started to realize the impact that one of my favorite actors had. Um, TV shows, movies, um, reality TV show, not as much reality, but like hosting, um, you know, modeling. Uh, He was a rapper and I don't, you know, I'm not going down that path, but, um, and I'm talking about Will Smith. Um, Will Smith, honestly, to me, cannot miss on the screen, off the screen. He's had a few, you know, movies where it was like fam, but the only one I'm really talking about is After Earth, but he did that for his son. And that just goes to show you that, you know, like he didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, my passion is to create content or be on a platform where people are always, or have their eyes on me and I'm able to send out, you know, the, 
the word or the message that I was supposed to deliver, whether it be, um, you know, speaking as a host for something or, um, you know, giving a speech on something for school. I used to love doing that. Um, I like being the center of attention, but I only like it now since I've grown up or, you know, after finding myself a little bit more um, for the right stuff. Um, I used to just want to just joke and crack jokes and not make fun of people, but like, you know, like be a troll. And, um, you know, as I grew up, I started to realize like, man, there's no like longevity in that. Like who cares, you know, that you made people laugh about making fun of somebody or, you know, made like crack jokes even about your friends. Like, of course we crack jokes on each other, but, um, I wanted to continue to transform my voice into something and it has always been my passion, no matter what it is, um, whether that was student government, um, you know, not only just being the center of attention, but being a part of something and, uh, you know, being able to promote it and being excited, being a part of the dance, being a part of the production of it. Um, my passion comes from creating. Um, even though I always tell everybody I hate it, I low-key, and I swear if this backfires, I'm going to be hot. But I low-key like coordinating stuff because I like to see the end product of things come together. And, um, you know, just things like that where, you know, I'm in charge or I'm a part of it. And um, being able to connect with other, uh, you know, creators or creative arts, um, you know, for like ideas and stuff like that. I think that's why I picked up the camera and that was fun. Like I said, I don't I don't like doing photo shoots. Um and don't think I'm like trying to be like some super hipster, but you know, I just like to say that I create memories um, because that's what it's about. And I feel like that's a part of entertaining, but I say all that to say that um, this next chapter of my life, um, getting out of the military, I am going to give everything I have to go into the entertainment world. Um, I think that was one of the hardest things for me to be able to not only just tell everybody, but tell myself because who cares what others think? Um, but you know, you have to be able to tell yourself that like, Hey, you know, this is what I want to do. And this is what we have to do to do it. And believing in yourself is the hardest part when it comes to things like this, because, because of, you know, hearing or seeing so many people fail, um, rather than seeing the small success stories and you're like, man, it's, you know, it's impossible. And, you know, you have to stop feeding yourself negativity when you really want something because you can go out and do anything you want. Like if it's been done before on this earth, you were able to do it. And if it hasn't been done, be the first one to do it. You just have to find a way to make it work. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, the money was great in the Navy, but like I was uh, telling my mentor, um, you know, he was like, and I'm gonna give you guys a little insight, but he was like, Hey, like, you know, if you do this eight month deployment, you know, you can make another 45 grand, you know, and half of it's going to be tax free. And I was just like, yeah, but you know, why limit myself to doing that in eight months when I know I'm worth that in a week or a day. And, you know, it just took time to, to continue to work on myself mentally and work on the tools that I need and the skills that I need in order for somebody to even give me an opportunity like that. And, um, yeah, so I am taking my talents from San Diego, California, and I'm moving to Los Angeles, California, and I'm going to make not only my name known, I'm going to make this podcast known. And on top of both of those, I'm going to put a positivity 
back into Phoenix. Um, I feel like <laughs> not only because social network low key be hating on us. Um, I know. First off, hold on. I know y'all. <clears throat> excuse me. I know y'all saw that post or the thing on the um, the news where it was like Phoenix has the most uh, unfaithful husbands, and we're also one of the worst places to look for love. First off, it's too hot to be looking for love. I'm trying to look for AC or the next closest thing with water. Second off, y'all some haters, okay? It is not the worst place. I don't care. I don't care for those statistics. They're just trying to hate on us. But um, I'm trying to bring more positivity and, you know, more, um, damn, like he's from Phoenix. Like, you know, like I know when I was growing up, no shots at anybody, but there isn't many people from Phoenix you know, like, like there is, you know, like a, an Atlanta or, you know, like other cities, you know, that are doing what I saw or wanted to do. And so that's why I felt like, you know, I was trying to find something and I kind of found it indirectly. And, um, you know, like I said, I I just want to be one of those names, you know, like, uh, on the hall of fame or, you know, like not the, I don't think we have well, we don't have stars, Hollywood stars in Phoenix anywhere, but I just want my name not only my name, but you know what I stand for, what I've done in the industry um, to reflect my city with nonprofit work, um, you know, working with charities and, you know, starting a foundation and getting honored and stuff like that. Like I want people to see that an inner city high school kid that went to North High School, um, you know, that graduated with all C's damn near and a B because my English teacher kind of liked me, um, you know, can do well. And, you know, you don't have to And, you know, you don't have to have like a traditional, you know, this super traditional background where, you know, you studied this and did this, Um, you know, and I I just want to break the norm and I want people to understand that there is no norm for the grind or there's no norm for your dreams and your passion. And, um, you know, right now in my life, 26 years old, wow, that's so crazy. Um, You know, I have no kids. I have, you know, no failed marriages or any marriages. I don't have any like super commitments or dependence to the point where like I have to make decisions in my life right now where it's like it's not about me, it's about us or, you know, it's about him or it's about her right now. And I think, you know, um, that has a lot to do with one of the reasons why um, I feel like I need to take full advantage of this. And, um, you know, just I'm, I'm just excited. I have so much that, um, you know, just from networking and using my voice, um, using my charm, using my height, (laughs) um, that got me in the door in places or got me, you know, just, just even people forget my name, but they remember me because I'm tall or they remember, you know, just small things like that. And I, I just need those things, you know, to continue, um, the path that I'm going. And, um, yeah. Um, so this episode, um, like I was saying is, my dedication and my devotion to anybody out there who wants something and they're just scared to either leave the city or leave a toxic relationship or, you know, just scared to get back into church or scared to, you know, go to church. Um, I'm here to show you guys uh, throughout this next chapter that everything is possible. Anything is possible. Not only one, when you put God as your foundation two walking in faith with him, but three, Um, just not allowing other people or money to always be the reason why you say no to things.
Um, now, obviously, um, I'm getting out of the military. And like I always tell people, I am unemployed after September. I have no jobs lined up like that. Um, I have obviously opportunities, um, you know, through networking, as you should always have options. Um, but I'm going out here with me, my heart, my passion, a nice savings. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just I, I have soft skills and I have skills and core skills that are going to allow me to make revenue. But my heart and time is going to go into my craft. And um, I just hope you guys are ready for it. Um, I'm very excited. I would love to come back to Phoenix, but as of right now, I have so much to do that I don't want to come back there right now. Not only one, because I don't want to melt, but two, um, Los Angeles, California is a, a place I feel like I need to go and grow into another chapter. And um, yeah, um, man, yeah. So wrapping it all up for you guys, once again, it is Boogie the Beast on Say Aloud Podcast. This is the, I don't want to say last episode, but it's going to be an episode. And when I come back, like I did last time, I promise you, I have stepped it up again. Shots out to I Can't Say Yet because I want to display it when it happens. Shots out to I Can't Say It Yet because they're not made all the way through and I need my copyright to come through before I say it. And I want to say stay tuned for I can't say it yet because I want you guys to be anxious and excited as I am for this next chapter. Um, and thank you so much for those who have been riding with me. I know like it's like says season one and season two and all that stuff. But like, you know, like I think I'm just going to get rid of the seasons and just let it keep flowing. Um, but thank you so much for not only people who are listening for the podcast purposes, but every single person who's ever helped me in the military, who's ever been a part of my life while in the military, who's left my life while I was in the military, um, who helped me join the military, and those who are helping me transition out of the military. Um, There's a huge list of people. Um, I would hope that uh, you know who you are. Um, If you don't, please (laughs) feel free to call me and ask what part did I play, and I will gladly tell you um, because I didn't want to blow up everybody's ears on this um, episode. I wanted this to be just about what I was doing next um, and, you know, just getting ready and, you know, just life and the fact that it's three o'clock in the morning and I have work in the morning, but I wanted to get this done for you guys so that when I go to work, you know, I can get off and you guys can just be as excited as I am to drop this. So I'm gonna keep you guys under 35 minutes because I'm a boss, but uh, I will leave you with this little nugget. Uh, as soon as I figure it out. To have everything, you have to start with nothing. I remember reading that quote. I forgot where. Um, it was in a book. I want to say it's either Shoe Dog by Phil Knight or Black Privilege by Charlemagne the God. But to have everything, you have to start with nothing. And that means when you want something bad enough, you have to release the things that aren't going to allow you to get there, you have to grab the things that you need to assist you to get there. And then once you have everything, you have to be able to give it back because there's nothing worse than somebody who's selfish. Because why do you think you can hold on to something or knowledge or experience when nine times out of 10, the same way you got there, 
was the same way that somebody else needs to get there or at least help them down that path. So I'll leave you with that. Um, you know, to have everything, you have to start with nothing. And um, I'm just so excited, guys. And uh, once again, thank you so much for those legit, like, who listen to this. Um, as I always say, this isn't free. I do this because I enjoy it. Um, and I'm going to continue to grow this podcast into a platform where I'm able to help small businesses, where I'm able to go into foundations, where I'm able to get sponsorships, more sponsorships, um, where I'm able to reach more people, um, you know, where I'm able to get, you know, hired to come speak to a school, you know, things like that. Come speak at a foundation, come, come speak at something, speak your truth, speak your words. My voice is my money. Uh, my voice is my passion and I'm going to continue to not only use that in my facial expressions um, <laughs> in the next chapter, but also everything and everyone. Um, let's just make it. Let's just make it for everybody so that the next generation doesn't have to struggle. And get out there and vote, please, because we do not need Trump back for another four years. Like, I don't know where that came from, but fuck Trump. Nonetheless, it is your host, Boogie the Beast. I love y'all. Um, stay tuned. I got hella trips coming up. <laughs> so bear with me on the, on the podcast. They're probably going to be recorded and then edited later. So they're all going to be like, um, experiences. They're not going to be like current events. They'll be like experiences, but I'm very excited. Um, bringing family in another time on this. I'm bringing strangers in. I'm giving you guys just a low key, like insight to the next part or portion of it. I'm bringing in millionaires. Um, I'm bringing in successors. I'm bringing in investors. I'm bringing in nonprofits. I'm bringing people's struggles in. I'm bringing people's testimonies in. I just want you guys to be ready because this is Say Loud Podcast where the First Amendment is the best amendment. And if you don't know what it is, you need to go do your research because I've been using it all night long. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe. Stay black. Stay woke.